Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 697. And today we're going to talk about why boring is sexy. Now I know that those two things don't seem to go together, but I'm going to outline for you why boring can be so, so sexy. Now how do I draw those, those two things together? Well, I want to reflect back on the last couple of days where I've been putting a lot of reflection time into the work that I'm doing in terms of being able to sculpt my body and get my health to where I want to get it to by the end of this year. So, you know, I've set this big goal for myself and I'm working at it every single day. Now, that could be seen as boring. Now, I'm doing it starting from a very big focus, well, sorry, a very big goal that I'm focused on. And that is, just to recap, six-pack, ripped, muscular, uh, standing on stage in Brisbane in front of 3,000 people, shaved down, toned up, holding my arms above my head, holding a check for being a finalist in the Isobody Challenge. Now, I set this goal for myself at the very start of the year, and I've been working on it uh, seriously for, well, I'll say at the start of the year, uh, I was looking for something bigger to aim for at the start of the year. And it probably wasn't until oh, February that I realized, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. And so uh, that's what I then set my sights on. So I've, I've got my coach, I've got my program, I've got all of that in place. And for the last uh, you know, nine, 10 weeks, I've been um, very, very focused on my food. Um, I, my coach has helped tell me exactly what it is that I need to be eating. It's a slight tweaking of what I have been doing for the past eight years. And I'm implementing every single day. And when he gives me some feedback, I implement it straight away, like instantly. Like this week I had to take uh, more photos of myself, my measurements and everything to send through to him so he can check on my progress. And uh, I put a side-by-side comparison of images where I thought I looked good back in December. And then there was one in February, one in March. Oh, no, sorry, there was, it was December, March, February, March, April, and now the one in May. And when you look at the the first and the last one, it's like, wow, there's a big difference there. And it's interesting to just see the subtle changes from four weeks to four weeks. And he said to me, uh, I asked him actually the question, is it time for me to have another DEXA scan, which is where you get the, basically the X-ray of body composition of your body so you can see where the fat's sitting, detailed of a breakdown of the fat per your body part and all that kind of stuff. And uh, that came back and showed that I'd made some, um, some really good changes. And, but he said to me that, uh, yeah, it's time to yeah, arrange that now. So what I did, as soon as I read the email, I booked in and made the appointment for the next day. So that's what I'm talking about. You know, the coach tells you to do something, you do it. You do it straight away. And uh, that's, that's what I've been implementing. And so I got the results of my my um, assessment and I was having a look through the, the report again yesterday 
and I noticed that I've, um, I've moved from, now I was in the top two percentile of um, body fat, now I'm in the top one percentile. That's what I was aiming for, the top one percentile uh, in terms of body fat and health for my age. Uh, so that was exciting. I was, I was pleased about that. So I figure that I, I live my life at a completely different level to most and that puts me in the top 1%. And I'm like, yes, all you can do is be the best you can be at your age. So I was excited by that. Anyway, like I said in my podcast the last couple of days, I... You can look at results and you can be, you know, worn down a little bit. It was, it was interesting. I was talking to one of my clients just this morning about my results and showed them the photos and everything. And they're like, oh, wow, that's really devastating. You know, you only dropped 0.7% and you work so hard and blah, 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 blah. And I said, yeah, but I said, I look at it like this. I gained 1.5 over one and a half like 1.6 kilos of muscle that's so hard to do so put let's put that in perspective go to the supermarket or butcher or whatever get at 1.6 kilos of red meat and strap it on your body and think wow actually that's that's a reasonable size of muscle growth that you've put on and i lost body fat in the process i was like wow that's really exciting so i'm focusing on that rather than the other bit. So my coach, I sent the details through to him and he said, that is a fantastic result. He said, you've done really well and we're gonna catch up next week to talk about the next phase of the program uh, because this will be, well, he wants me to go through the, the first 12 weeks. So I think I've got another, I think this is week 10. So I've got another couple of weeks and then he wants to set me up for the next phase of the program. And what he said to me was, this is the boring part. He said, what you've got to do is just keep on doing what you're doing. Because I, I sent him through the results and I said, uh, you know, should I be worried about where I am or do I just keep doing what I'm doing? Because I said, I'm really pleased with the, the way that I'm looking, the change that I'm achieving. It's only been nine weeks and uh, we keep on doing it. And he said, yeah. Absolutely, we keep on doing that, but let's catch up and talk about the next phase. And he said, yeah, this is the boring part. And what's important is to stay focused and not do anything drastic now. And he said, let the muscle do the work with the metabolism. And this is what I tell people that are, are in for a body transformation, which is hard for people to grasp when they've got a big journey to, to go on. But I'm seeing it through my body. And I can show, this is another reason why I'm doing it, so that I can show people the photos and say, this is exactly what I did. This is exactly what I ate. Exactly, how do I know that? Because I'm writing it down, I'm recording, well, I say writing it, I'm recording, typing it in a, a document or database. This is exactly what I'm eating. This is the food I'm eating. This is the exact volume of food that I'm eating so that I know what it is that I've done to get that result. And so I can have those discussions with people and show them a picture and say, this is why I look, this is what I did. You can do that too. But when a lot of the process is invisible, uh, because people think, okay, I've got a diet, like, uh, yeah, diet, I've got to restrict what I'm eating, I've got to do 
X, Y, Z to starve myself to, to get that outcome. But the reality is I have uh, dramatically increased the amount of plant-based food that I eat. So this lady that I was talking to this morning, uh, she's like significantly taller than me. She's, she's a bigger lady. She needs to probably lose probably 20 kilos. And I was asking her, I said, for, she said, oh, look, I'm, she'd lost a kilo over the last, last week. And I said, yeah, that's a good outcome. And I said, so how many um, cups of plant-based food are you eating? And she said, oh, probably four. Uh, I said vegetables, first of all. And she said, probably four. And I said, well, first of all, that is below what the Australian government guidelines are for um, you know, adults for healthy eating of vegetables. I said, it's five to seven uh, serves. I said, you're only doing four. But I said, oh, how many do you think I'm eating? She said, oh, I don't know, probably something stupid, like 12. And I said, I ate between 23 to 26 cups of vegetables. And she said, oh, that's ridiculous. And I said, yeah, and you would think that, you know, that's way too much food. But I said, have a look at these photos. And I showed her, because they're all side by side. I said, the difference between there and there is plant-based food and protein as well. But I said, I haven't done anything dramatic to my food. I haven't done anything dramatic uh, to my training. The training's remained the same. So that's how powerful it is. So what is invisible about that is the impact that the plant-based food has on your metabolic rate. You can't see it working, but it's working. How do I know? I prove it through the photos and what I'm doing through my own body. That's what I'm doing. And the other invisible part is the muscle. The more muscle we have in our body, the faster your metabolism, the more fat you will burn. That's why it's so powerful and that's what my coach is talking about. So this is the one of the reasons why I went with this coach because I believe in this philosophy and it's the way I've been living for the last eight years. And uh, I'm now getting that extra premium outcome because of uh, you know, the, the, what, I'm, what I'm doing and how focused I am on it. Now, let's come back to the boring part. Is that boring? Is eating so many cups of vegetables and plant-based food boring? And you might be listening to this right now and say, oh, I'd never do that, so I'm never gonna get that outcome, so you know, I'm not gonna do that. Remember, what I'm trying to work towards is single-digit body fat percentage, and 99.9% of people do not want to achieve that, okay? That's what I'm achieving. So do you need to eat that many cups of plant-based food? No, you don't. Uh, so it's about uh, being realistic for you and what's workable for you based on what your goal is. This is based on my goal, but you can adopt the same principles. It's just the volume, the proportions of what you're doing is different. It's a bit like saying, well, do you need to do a 200 and you know, 50 kilo leg press. I was like, no, uh, but I do, and I need to keep increasing because of what I want to do. But that's based on me. So, you know, it's, it's the principles that I'm talking about here, and that's what I want people to adopt. Now, again, that's boring. Is doing the same thing every day boring? Well, in my mind, it's my lifestyle, it's, not, it's the way that I live. I don't find it boring at all. I find it fun, I find it exciting, I find it uh, invigorating because 
of the results that I'm getting, the fact that I'm staying on track, I'm focused, I'm getting the scans, I'm getting the results, I'm using the data to drive me and keep me focused and keep moving forward. To me, even the way that I've said it to you, that's not boring, that's exciting, that's like wow. That's amazing change and here's the real data to back it up. Not just the photos, it's like, well, it's real. Here it is. Here's the, the medical data to prove that that's the, the work that I'm doing is working. Now, the other part is uh, it comes to my meal preparation each week. Is that boring? Well, some people might say, well, yeah, that's really boring. I couldn't be bothered doing all that. I'd rather, I don't know, sit on the couch and watch Netflix or do something else or, um, you know, go for a walk. I say, well, okay. But again, it provides me with a tremendous structure to allow me to remain focused. So yes, it means that I've got to go to the butcher. I've got to buy like, I don't know, six kilos of, uh, meat and cook it up. Hey, I've got to cook up my batch of chicken. I cook up a kilo and a half of that. I cook up a kilo and a half of um, beef strips. I'll do like a, maybe a savory mince meal. I'll do like a, um, you know, a slow cooker meal. I'll do like a stir fry. I'll cook up like a, a pear and mixed berry crumble, which is normally for the, um, for the, the kids mainly. Um, you know, I'll get my vegetables, I'll do all those things, I'll make sure I've got all my omega-3, I've got my walnuts, my hemp seeds, my flax meal, all of those things that I need so that every single week that I can keep on going. And I need to make sure that I use the weekend to do that so that I'm set up for the week. So today's the day of recording this, it's a Thursday, and uh, if I look in the freezer, I can see that the meals that I'm eating have significantly come down. Uh, because I'm eating them all the time. But there's still probably nine, 10, there's probably 13 meals still in there. And I've got a few days left before the weekend. So am I going to run out of food? No, I'm not. I've got, still got my beef in there, my beef strips in there. I've still got my chicken in there as well. I've got salads, I've got plenty of vegetables. So I'm still set. But I have this process of making sure that I do the things on those same days to make sure that I'm prepared. Anyone looking in at me could say, oh, that's really boring. To me, it's exciting because I link that as such a key step, a key link in my chain to give me the outcome, which is the photo, which is the, you know, standing on the stage at the end in, you know, another 180 days or however long it is. I can't remember the exact number of days. I've linked all those things. So each step that I take is a link in a chain. How long is the chain? Here's a, oh look, I've even got one right here. Well, I'm gonna pick this up. Now, hopefully this sounds like a chain. Can you hear this? Okay, that's a chain. This is a very thick chain. I use this on, uh, you know, like bars and stuff. Chains can be really fun in uh, your training. So if I look at each link here, they're probably about oh, two centimeters in diameter. Now, this chain is only as strong as what? The weakest link here. Now, if I put it back down. If one link is my, well, let's start at the start of the day. If one link is my sleep, if one link is my 
uh, training. One link is my nutrition. One link is my supplementation. One link is my cardiovascular training. One link is my mindset. One link is my goals. One link is my you know, spiritual side. Um, you know, one link is my uh, relationships with people. Uh, you know, if, if any one of those links is weak, the chain falls to pieces. Okay, so you've got to make sure that all those things are really, really strong, which is why I make sure that the people in my life are the people that I want to have in my life and are, um, you know, supporting me in my journey. Um, I make sure that the, my food is absolutely spot on. I make sure my supplementation is absolutely spot on. I make sure that the, the food that I'm putting into my body is the best that my, my budget can afford. I make sure that uh, my training is focused. I make sure that my mindset is strong. I make sure that I'm growing myself every day so that the, every link is strong. Now, some days they're going to feel weaker than others, but the more you keep working at this, they become stronger and stronger and stronger. And again, is that boring? Some people might say, yeah, geez, that sounds like it's controlling your life. Well, it's not, it's my lifestyle. If people ask me, what's my hobby? I'll say, well, it's working out, it's my health and fitness. So I'm, I don't play a competitive sport, I don't, um, you know, I like playing golf. I've got a client uh, who likes playing golf and I haven't played golf in like probably um, eight, nine, ten years now. Actually, it would have to be ten years. I'm sure it was RACV when I, I last uh, played. And I haven't been able to because of my shoulders and everything. And I said to him, do you know what? I said, when we're able to travel more and get back out and, and do these things, I said, we've got to go down to, uh, to Cape Shank. I love Cape Shank golf course. And I said, you and I, we're going to play a round of golf. Um, but so, I don't, so I'm not competitive. All the things that I've done, it's always been uh, you know, for myself pretty much. So um, for me, this is my hobby. This is what I love. I'm passionate about it. It just so happens that it coincides with the work that I do as well. But this is, this is one of my really, really important um, passions and hobbies. And so to me, it's not boring. It's like, it's exciting. I love this. I love it. I've chosen my profession this way. I've chosen my hobby this way. And it's just that my, my body is part of my hobby. So to me, that's super, super exciting. Now, let's talk about the sexy, all of this. What's it leading to? Well, it's leading to, if you want to go the physical, it's leading to that ultimate sexy image that I'm going to be standing on stage in the best shape that I've ever been in my entire life with this super sexy muscular body that I like. Okay, I don't really care about anyone else. Obviously, the judges need to like it, otherwise I won't make it to be a finalist. But, um, you know, getting to that position Imagine the pride that I'm going to feel. I feel proud now for what I've been able to do, but knowing that I've still got six months of work to keep chipping away at what it is that I want to achieve. And to me, that's exciting. Is the fact that it's going to take six months to get there, you say, wow, that's hard work, that's boring. Well, to me, I see it as an exciting challenge 
and so that I can measure and test and see what's going on in my body. Do you think it's going to make me a better coach? Absolutely. Because I'm going to be able to feel these things, see these things. And when I, I have those clients, like most of my clients don't want to achieve what I want to achieve. But if I have people that want to achieve such a, a, you know, a big goal like this, then I can walk them through exactly how to get there. And uh, to me, that's exciting. To me, being healthy is sexy. And sometimes getting to the top of what it is that you are, like for me to get to the, the peak shape, the peak health of my life, that requires focus. It requires some sacrifice, some people would say, but for me, it's just, it's just normal living. A look at the, the top sports people in the world. What are they doing? They're doing the same thing day after day after day after day. Is that boring? Well, I know uh, one of the topical things at the moment, uh, because I think they just aired the last two episodes of The, um, the Last Dance, which is Michael Jordan's uh, kind of life story thing through the Chicago Bulls. And uh, I haven't seen it, but I've seen one episode of it, which was on YouTube. And uh, like the, the reviews of it have been really interesting. And I've got a client that's been telling me a little bit about it and said that it's really, really fascinating. And you look at what it become, like, like needs to happen for someone like Michael Jordan to be able to be at his best. You've got to you know, shoot baskets after and over and over and over and over and over again, practice drills over and over and over. And you know, they said that, that by the time they got to game days, they were kind of easy because it was what happened behind the scenes in their practices that was so intense that by the time they did get to a game day, it was kind of a walk in the park. Uh, they're my words, not theirs. Um, and you look at someone, I love Roger Federer, and you know, they have the same routines, the same rituals. Rafael Nadal, uh, you look at the way that they live, they have very precise things that they do with their nutrition, their training, um, their drills, and you know, pre-match and post-match and all that kind of stuff so that they can consistently get the same you know, high performance outcomes. Is that boring? Well, if you had to do the work, you would say yes, but then if you look at the outcomes that they achieve and you say, wow, that's a sexy person or that's a you know, great outcome or whatever, you don't think about what goes into you know, behind the scenes part of it. And that's why I say that boring can be sexy because you don't necessarily correlate all the work that's required to achieve the necessary outcome, but the end result is sexy and that's why boring can also be sexy. So if you want to be sexy, maybe you better think about being a little bit boring. Maybe think about it that way. I, <laughs> I've often been accused of being boring. I say, okay, that's a compliment. I know I'm sexy. If I'm boring, I'm sexy. <laughs> so uh, I want you to take away from this recording how doing those things links to your end outcome, which can be that stronger, fitter, healthier, sexier version of you. 
remember what I'm working towards is not just a look, it's about the optimized health as well. That's super, super important. I think I might have said two days ago when the, uh, Tony, the guy that was doing the DEXA scan, and I was telling him how my coach wanted me to get down a single digit body fat percentage, and he said, are you doing it on drugs or are you doing it naturally? <laughs> Isn't that an interesting question? Because I'm sure he scans many people that aren't natural. And I said, well, no, I'm doing it naturally. Uh, because for me, the health part is really important. I was watching a, a YouTube video the other day, and it was about a, a guy, a lot, it was titled something like The Life in the Guy, the, the, A Day in the Life of a 6% Body Fat Bodybuilder, something like that. And he was talking about, I thought, oh yeah, this is interesting to see what he's doing and stuff. And then at the end, he was talking about how, uh, you know, the drugs make him really dehydrated and stuff. And I thought, okay, I've just lost all credibility in everything else you've just said um, because of that. But hey, it's horses for courses, isn't it? Some people just want to achieve uh, a freakish size uh, just for aesthetics as opposed to worrying about the health. For me, and what I want for myself is the way that I, I coach people and it's what I want for all of you listening to this. It's, yes, a sexy look, your sexy look. But what I mean by that is your definition of sexy for you. Um, get awakened the sexy within and you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's about optimizing your health and uh, you know, being able to do that forever and feeling good about the journey. That's what's important to me. So coaching you in the way that I'm doing it for myself. You have to practice what you preach. That's my belief. And I would never get anyone to do anything that I'm not doing myself or have done, not, you know, done for myself before. It's really, really important to make sure that we're uh, you know, continuing to grow ourselves as humans and to improve all the time. And I don't just mean with our health. Uh, those that know me well, this starts with your mindset. If you have a really strong mindset, the rest of it will, will come with you. And I've had a, a challenging, uh, you know, I had to have a challenging discussion with one of my, my clients this morning. I'll just finish on this, this uh, note. Um, where she was telling me that you know, some of the things that uh, she's had to do that I'm asking her to do as part of her coaching. Um, so my coaching programs are, uh, you know, are different to either a boot camp or my personal training. So that's the, the personal training, the boot camp is the physical part of the training, the nutrition. And my coaching, we dig deeper into the nutrition, but um, these uh, coaching clients, most of it is mindset. And I give them certain tasks. So it's it's like Awaken the Sexy Within workbook on steroids. Uh, so I would recommend that you get the book, go through the book, and then we do the pro, you go to the online program. Um, so we're working through the online program effectively and uh, are part of it anyway. And she said, look, I'm, uh, this isn't working for me. They're, uh, you know, I'm not, I've never been good at homework. Um, I'm... I'm struggling to, you know, write down responses and stuff. And I said to her, that's a good thing. I said, the fact that you're finding this hard, I said, that is a good sign. Now, the problem is that most people don't recognize that 
when they're being challenged and they feel uncomfortable, that that's actually a good thing. So the first thing that she wanted to do was back away for it and said to me, do I actually have to do this? And so this was a, she sent me a, a message. It wasn't a voice to voice thing. And so what does that tell you? If that person stopped and pulled apart you know, their life up to that point, she's only, she's only a young girl, I guarantee you that she's always struggled with her weight and that she's gone through what I call the seasonal weight loss. So when the weather's warm and good and you're focused on something, that's when you ramp up, you want to get an, you know, an instant result, you're looking for a fast result, you're looking for um, you know, something that you can just like, ramp up your training or whatever and just you know, expect everything to melt away, be focused on eating some good food for a while and then you know, still fall back into your drinking or whatever else uh, and you know, maintain what it is that you've got. Now, that obviously has some components that is, are not going to be supportive of long-term health. So I would rather come from a perspective of, let's get the, let's get the base right before you start to expect too much. And then, again, this can be boring. This can be the boring part. And I said to her, if you feel challenged right now, chances are that this is actually working for you. But I said, you know, when, we, when I'm asking you to do things and you do things for the first time, we're not good at them initially. We're just not. So don't worry about that. Do the best that you can and move on. Don't be anxious about it. Don't lose sleep over it. Just do the best that you can and move on. And rather than say, oh, it's not working for me, I've never been good at homework, what does that say to you? I've never been good at homework, I've never been able to do this, I've never been able to do that. These are these incantations that you have to yourself that disempower you completely. Completely. So we need to change the language. And I said to her, you need to watch the words that you use. Let's not say that uh, you know, I've never been good at homework. Instead, say, I didn't used to be good at homework. Even if you're, you still feel you're not good at it now, say, I didn't used to be good at homework, which automatically implies that now I am, or I'm working towards being better at my homework, or I am getting better at my homework, something like that. Just a slight change in the words, and then that starts to change and create some momentum for yourself, because you're not being down on yourself and saying, I've never been good at this, so I'm not even gonna bother. Do I need to do this? Yes, you need to do it because you're hitting these pain points and it's because you haven't properly addressed these pain points ever before that you are where you are. And unless you uncover these things now, even if you don't make sense of them now, you still need to do them. And when you're coaching people, sometimes you have to tell people things they don't want to hear. But here's the thing. This is why you get a good coach, because the coach will tell you, do you know what, Rob? That is wrong. If you keep doing that, you are going to get this outcome. You need to stop doing that. As opposed to, yeah, no, that looks good. Yeah, no, I think that, yeah, that's a good idea. Keep going with that. Let's see what happens. I was like, no, you want somebody that's going to say, Rob, no. That's just not right. Or you were wrong there, you shouldn't have done that. Or, you know, do this instead, let's try that. 
um, because your family, your friends are most likely just going to say, yeah, no, that's good. Or, no, nah, yeah, I wouldn't do it. That seems too harsh. Don't do that. Why would you need to do that? That doesn't make any sense. Or you ask your friends or whatever. Um, that's, that's the type of person that you don't want to go to them for the advice. Okay? So that's why the coach is so important. And I said to her, just because you don't see how this is going to work for you now, which clearly she doesn't, but she said, do I have to even do this? I said, at some point, you will see why that was such an important step to do. It may not be this week. It may not be next week. It may not be this year. It may be in a couple of years. Who knows? But at some point, she's going to realize that, ah, that's why I had to do that. Now I understand. And this is why it's so important to write these things down so that you can go back and you can reflect and say, wow, I can't believe that that's how I used to think. Or, wow, I wrote a really good point back then. I'm going to add on that now because now I can see that this is what I'm looking for or that's what this means to me. It's, there's no right or wrong here. It's just about your life experience, your life's journey to get from where you are to where you want to be. And if I was doing the stuff with, I say somebody her age, as me, uh, now, well, sorry, when I was her age, and I didn't have my knowledge, I'd find this just as challenging as well, probably. Um, it's only because I've got all of my life experience up to this point that I know exactly what I'm talking about and why this is so important. Uh, so this is part of her process. It's part of her journey. And uh, sometimes the person doesn't realise it until they're further along. Uh, so that can seem boring. I actually said to her, I said, look, some of these... Actually, oh, no, I was talking to um, another client this morning where I said, you know, some of these things uh, may seem boring, but they're going to get you the outcome that you want, just like eating 26 cups of vegetables a day. All right, so... Um, I hope you got some real value out of this. I've certainly had fun bringing it to you. I could talk on this for hours. You have a great day wherever you are in the world. I'm about to do an upper body workout and that is going to help make me sexy. See you soon.